Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. I'm Kenneth. And I'm Jerry, where we will be your guide on how to level up in life, be it your finances or your personal development journey. We hope that this can be your daily dose of motivation to help you take charge of your life. I'm sure you'll find today's episode interesting. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Level Up Podcast. Uh, I like to start by saying this lah, that uh, when we are posting this podcast, right, it doesn't mean that we want to mitigate the crisis that's happening on Ukraine right now. Mm. So today's today's podcast is really about the whole entire Ukraine uh, Russia crisis. Yeah, because a lot of our clients and friends have been asking us, uh, what impact does it have on the on the investment portfolios that we have on the stock market, etc. And we wanted to use this uh, podcast to address it lah. Yeah, but uh, one thing to take note, I think uh, personally, like Kenneth and I, we both feel that the toll that 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 war takes in life and destruction uh, dwarf the very very concern that we all have on our investment portfolio. Mm. No yeah. amount of money that 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 we lose is able to make up to the loss of loved ones and lives of our friends and people in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, and if you guys realize uh, today's uh, mood, I say, will be a little bit more serious. Yeah, because right. it shouldn't be a topic to joke about. La. Yeah, and we, we really, really, you know, hope things in Ukraine get, get much better. Mm. Um, we, we also really, I mean, I personally am quite upset, you know, with the decision that Russia had made, right, to, to invade Ukraine, right? Why couldn't they just settle it on a more amicable manner? But yeah, we, we do what we can. And we, I mean, this is where I also just side topic a little bit um, made me realize that, you know, cryptocurrency has its part to play in the long term as well. Because, oh, that's a very side topic. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's quite hard right now for any of the Ukrainians, right, to actually get their, like, money. Out support. of the bank. Yeah, mm. but because there's this idea of how crypto works is that they are able to do it decentralized. Mm. So people were actually able to donate monies. Um, to the, these people in Ukraine mm. so that they can alleviate whatever problems that they have mm-hmm. or there's even this platform called FTX that actually are giving people like $25 each just so that you know because they're decentralized they don't have to adhere to the normal banking mm. regulations understand understand so I mean at the end of the day we are seeing like people from that space also trying to help out the people in the Ukraine mm-hmm. so yeah I think at the end of the day we really want to see how we can also at the same time help the people who may not be going through what's happening in Ukraine mm. to navigate through whatever worries and concerns that you have about your investments as well. Lah. Yeah, but I need to let you guys know, right, uh, that, that uh, Kenneth and I, it is in, we have to say lah, that the analysis of this crisis right, is beyond our area of expertise. Mm, yeah. I mean, if we are able to accurately navigate and to, and to understand how, how the whole entire markets are, are moving and things like that, uh, we most likely will be working for the government and being an, uh, being an economist lah, basically yeah, right. yeah but uh, definitely this is something that is out of our expertise but we do have some uh, objective things that we managed to find through the internet after like hours of research and this is something that we hope to be able to share with you guys to either to reassure you or to give you another perspective with regards to the whole entire uh, journey right now uh, our investment journey lah. yeah and I think many of you were like those who actually texted us or DM'd us were really worried on the day itself when the markets you know went down by 15 20 depending on which markets you were in 
if you were in Russia, right, then you would have actually dropped by 50%. Is it 50? I think it was the point of 50. I, don't, I think then it rebounded a little bit to like 40% or something like that. Maybe, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I, we are sure that many of you have those concerns, but mm. we have done our research. Uh, we want to just share with you a bit about what uh, research we have done and you know whether is it going to help you, assure you and all that. Uh, yeah, you, you take it with a pinch of salt or whatever amount of... Um, Research, do it on your own as well. Mm. But to start everything off, right? I mean, I have to say that no one has a crystal ball. Mm. And no one actually knows what is going to happen in the next 10 years as this war is not the same as any of the previous wars that happened in mankind history. What do, you, what do you mean by not the same? I mean, just think about it. I'm not too sure if you're active on TikTok or things like that. Yeah. I mean, when I was looking at TikTok on the day when when uh, Russia, uh, when Putin started the whole and launched the military operation, right? Uh, there are Russian soldiers who are heli, uh, who are doing airborne exercise, who are like flying into the to the country, right? So like heli bond, eh, sorry, not airborne operations lah. So they do like parachute in, things like that. They're actually live streaming that situation. Ah, like they are going to attack and then they still can have the yeah. mind share or yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. thing to just go and yeah. video. So that's wow. why I say that it's very, it's, it's very different because, I mean, there are so many different factors that we need to take note of mm. and too many intricacies and, and complexities of this situation that makes this war... Different. very different right yeah i mean social media is one of them la. and i think that at the end of the day right every time something like this like a war happens it all happens in very different market conditions right mm. not all of them will probably be happening during like our current inf- uh, inflation rate environments where we are seeing 7.5 percent inflation rate in the u.s oh okay right so it's very different it, it, maybe that that was the cause of what you know made the markets overreact or react even more heavily to the news mm, mm, um, as mm. compared to maybe previous markets where they didn't have to deal with you know hyperinflation at that point of time. Mm, understand. Well, yeah. interesting thing that you brought up. Uh, but with regards to the whole entire situation right now, right? I know that the immediate future seems very bleak, seems very cloudy, seems like there's really a lot of noise and be even bloodbath on the streets, either figuratively or literally. But uh, these are some things that we need to be mindful of. And especially right now, how we can go about throughout this whole entire crisis, right, is to really be very objective, objective with the facts and the information that is presented and provided to us. Mm. And sometimes it's also good to look back at past trends, right, to, mm. to see how people have handled or how the markets have actually handled during uncertain times or in this very specific case, invasions or even during wars. Mm. So if we were to bring back up some statistics, like I know we can't show you guys any photos right now, but uh, uh, there's, there's this uh, information that I found up online where uh, they, they titled it Stocks During War. Okay. So like what, ha- what happens to stocks during wars? Okay. So you, uh, 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 when it happens, uh, when you look at the pictures, let me, if I were to elaborate, uh, the markets were into deep, definitely. Yes. Yeah, it, it dipped. Everything dipped. Yeah. But one thing to take note uh, is that there is a common trend where the 10 years following the outbreak of any US-involved wars right. over the last century has resulted in positive or rather good to great stock market returns. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually looking at this picture right now and, you know, there was one that, in fact, the, the markets even rallied by 
25.7%, you know, or that's even one, 32% after the Cuban missile crisis after a 12 months period. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that that's back in uh, 1962. Mm. But uh, there's uh, the one that's more recent to us in 1991 for Gulf War. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that went up uh, 33% 12 months later. So, what we also start, what we notice, right, is actually based on the statistics. Uh, um, only one, two, three, three, eh, three wars that you actually saw after one year is still negative compared to how many is this? Like ten to twelve wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we and and in fact, the average is about eight point six percent appreciation after one year. I mean, if you add all of the wars together, include the negative and the positive, everything add together, lah. Mm. The average return on a twelve months period, right, is actually an eight point six percent return. Yeah, yeah. So I think from from there, just looking at this data specifically about wars, right, we can mm. actually see that. Um, I mean, of course, wars are never great, but at the end of the day, the market seems to be oh, most of the time overreacting during that initial dip, lah. Mm, correct. And especially because at that moment where there is like pandemonium on the streets, it's very difficult for people to make ob- objective decisions. And it's especially at that point in time where um, big players, institutional investors can manipulate the markets. And that is where yeah. you need to be very, very careful. Like for example, if you guys remember just last year, there's, there's this like AMC incident. Oh yes, you remember. AMC. It's not. It's not anything involved in wars, but because but it created a big hoo ha, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. uh, what was the platform? Robinhood. Ah, uh, Robinhood seized all trading activities on that specific stock, right? Yes, <coughs> I, I think it's uh both AMC and uh, GameStop. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I mean, uh, that is when you see that there are potentially market manipulation and things like that that's coming in. So that's why we have to be even more objective. Yeah, because at the end of the day, right, the market manipulators, right, they, they don't have to be like us hoping for a gold rush of like two times, three times, four times, some people even hoping 100x returns. To them, if let's say today they're able to cash in a 5 to 10%, right, they're earning millions and even potentially billions of dollars just off these trades that they make. Mm, correct. I think other than that, I mean, for those of our friends who are not as savvy investors, right? I mean, there's this thing called options. Mm. So, I mean, you can, there's calls and puts and things like that. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna explain what they are. But long story short is when the market goes up, you can earn money. And when the market goes down, you can also earn money. Mm. But how you earn money is through placing another strategy. Right. Yeah. And that's when you call, uh, when you're shorting the market. Yeah. Yeah, especially because of what's happening uh, uh, in, in, uh, for the war. I mean, everybody expected a dip. Then for everybody who shorted that portion, earn money as well. Right. Yeah, but however, that creates more panic because the market keeps going lower and lower. Right, I think that's, that's what we, we noticed because um, there are some people we, we know uh, personally that are actually very over leveraged with their own investments. Uh, okay, leverage is another thing, but yes, you're saying. Yeah, so they ended up, you know, being extremely panicky. Some some we've heard where they had 500k, went down all the way until 80,000 just okay, because they were doing mm. options, leveraging and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, That's why I say when we do investments and things like that, cannot be greedy. Uh. Yeah, please play with the kind of monies that, that you know you are more than willing to lose because at the end of the day we will never know 
when you were number one need to withdraw the money and then number two how you react knowing that this money may potentially be necessary for whatever short-term goals that, that mm. you have and then how you will react to mm. market you mm. know volatilities mm. lah correct but uh going back to the to the whole entire thing that's happening right now in 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 ukraine right mm. kind of do you have anything else that you'd like to share and add I think from from what we or what I I personally feel about it is that mm. it's still very hard to tell if I think the big question on everyone's mind right now or in this couple of mm. months right is are we at a bottom? Mm. Right? People are trying to time the bottom so that they can buy cheap and then you know get get in cheap and then get that yeah. that yeah. thrill of riding up that yeah. roller coaster up again. Yeah. Um, I mean no no one has a crystal ball right no one has a crystal ball but if you were to ask me if I do feel that we are at the bottom I personally don't think that we are there yet Mm. that's my own personal Mm. point of view Mm. because Mm. I think the macroeconomics there there are a lot of things that we still have to go through like this year the the US has that federal rate hikes yeah yeah um, well, not just that, not just the federal rate hikes. Uh. Mm. Uh, US uh, President Biden actually just announced that they will be heavily sanctioning Russia. Right. And how does that affect our investment portfolios? That's something that we have no idea. From what I've heard so far, right, we mm. may that, that may have caused even further inflationary pressures because mm. uh, Russia is actually the third uh, largest oil provider in the yep, world. Correct. And if they are shut down, right, then, you know, that, that could potentially cause oil prices to continue to skyrocket. Like we've, we've actually seen oil prices crossing that $100 mark already. Yeah. Oh, oh talking about oil prices, uh, you know, yeah. it's ridiculous, you know. Last time when I pumped petrol, right, yeah. uh, for my mom's car, right. max, uh, full tank, $120. Oh, okay. Yeah, right now, right, 170 Right now? Yeah. When, when was Just the last like, time you pumped petrol, man? Uh, four days ago. Ridiculous. It seems like it's going to get worse, though. Yeah, it seems like it's going to get worse. Uh. So not, not going to drive. Uh. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, ridiculous. But uh, honestly, we, we really have no clue. Right. There's, there's no clue. just too many things, too complex. Uh, that's, that's for any uh, layman investor f- for, for you guys to understand. Or rather, yeah. you wouldn't have that piece of knowledge to understand as well. Correct. And mm. at the end of the day, these markets are more often than not manipulated by the institutions. So they will look for ways to exploit fear and exploit greed. So mm, you mm. just have to make sure that, like we mentioned in previous times, have a strategy, stick to that strategy for the long term. And when mm. we talk about long term, we are minimally talking about five years minimum. Mm, mm, right? Mm. And of course, the longer you can hold, the, I mean, that, that's the even more better, predictable yeah, it will be. So yeah, I think, I think that's the main thing that, that you know, we, we got out from this whole situation which yep. was that you know we, with war it does cause a lot of uncertainty but doing our research we realize more often than not markets react and then right after that most of these instruments bounce back in fact mm. i think while we're recording today the the market has already bounced back by like plus 10 10 percent. i mean i was right? looking at one of the stock that i bought la. i mean mm. uh, okay this is not financial advice la. okay i'm not gonna say the stock name ah then you all cannot use yeah. your name. okay so I, I i bought the stock the stock uh was at like uh 13 dollars 12 dollars uh, usd la. yeah went down all the way to nine about to cross to eight then boom suddenly went back to 12 dollars Ah, yeah, went back up like 10, 10, 11 percent. I think I think you know which stock. Yeah, I, I'm I was actually also paying attention to that. Although I'm not heavily invested into it, but I've always found that stock interesting. Yeah, yeah, but but th- this thing. So I mean, uh, to 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 sum it all up. Yeah. Okay. To give you guys a TLDR, mm-hmm. what do you need to focus on? Number one, don't let the news 
and the noise cloud your judgment because at the end of the day, that's where it will set you in panic mode, resulting in you panic selling. And panic selling is something that you do not want. Uh, you do not want to do lah. Yeah, you want to be holding, and you also want to make sure that because think- you are investing long term. You already decided to invest long-term since the start. And how does this one incident affect you? Right, you, you shouldn't be affected by In fact, I, I mean, for those of my friends who have been investing for quite a long time, they see this as an opportunity to buy in even more if they have the cash flow or the cash ready to pump in more monies into the market. But then again, this is not financial advice. Definitely, you need to understand your portfolio, how much deployable mm-hmm. cash that you have, whether does it like... Uh, uh, you need to know your own personal s- circumstances as well. Lah. Yeah, and if you're not too sure, right, please speak to someone that you trust that you know they can mm. give you good uh, financial advice mm-hmm. so that at least from there, you guys are able to imp- deploy the right strategy Correct. during these uncertain periods. Lah. So number one, don't let the news and noise cloud your judgment and set you in panic mode. Right, then, okay. then what about number two, man? Number two, stick through the investment strategy that you have been deploying and dollar cost average over the long term. Yeah, I think that is really one of the most effective ways of, you know, really managing your mm. risk mm. appetite because mm. if you were to put in one lump sum, honestly, it can get very scary when the market just suddenly turn Boom, on you, yeah. minus 50, 30%. Yeah, it it yeah. can be very scary. But if today you're just putting in, you know, let's say, for example, 1,000 a month, mm. but... That is like in, in one year, your initial goal was to put in 10 to 12K. Mm-hmm. Then now that 1,000, if you were to go down by 30%, you're only losing 300 versus losing potentially 3,000. Mm, correct. So, I mean, these are the two things that we uh, we as uh, Kenneth and, and myself, Jerry, they want you guys to take note and this uh, will, will definitely help you. Lah. Yeah, and, I, and we also want to like, you know, take this time to let people know that rather than just always focusing on your bank accounts, your investment accounts, mm. really think about it. I mean, if you're living in Singapore, you're living in the UK, anywhere outside of Ukraine, you have to be very grateful at this point of time that you're experiencing peace, right? Mm. Don't have to be worried that next thing you know, your house is getting bombed. We don't have that kind of worry at the moment because we're not at war, right? Mm, Yeah, mm. so we really want to remind you guys that there are bigger things. And yes, we understand that money is required to go about living your daily lives. But at the end of the day, uh, it's more important that you know you still have a life lah at this mm, current juncture. Just honestly, I think I mean this one is a bit of a plug in for the SAF lah. Cause I mean I love the SAF, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that peace we can never take peace for granted. Yes. And peace is not uh it's not something that we get just like that, but it's something that we need to do every single day with all our deterrence uh, uh efforts and with yeah basically a lot of effort being put in lah. Yeah, and as much as there's always hate for the government for whatever reasons, we got to give it to them that they really make sure that they build good relationships with other nations so that, you know, really we don't have to be in this current situation at this juncture. Lah. Mm. And I think uh, as our parting message, uh, let us all pray and hope that the people of Ukraine will be able to tight through uh, this tough time. Yep, please stay safe, guys. Mm. All right, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for staying all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope that today's episode has been of value to you. But remember, action compounds, so does inaction. You are the owner of your journey in life. Make that conscious effort to improve 1% every day starting today. So, what are you still doing here? Get out there, time to level up. If you loved today's episode, leave us a review in the platform you're on. It will really help us by getting our message out there to those who desire to level up. 
All right, see you in the next episode. Bye.